0: Not That's because I um I just get a little wild and it's time for stack break.
1: Okay, Caitlin, I want to play a little this or that. I'm ready. ready? (laughs) Okay, we're only doing one round because, of course. um, Okay, so (laughs) would you rather have a high, small foothold or like a reasonable height one, one that's like the height that you want it? Uh, No, no, no. Actually, okay, I'm starting over. High, very small foothold or a super low huge foothold
0: i think this is one of the easiest questions you've ever asked me um
1: high very Perfect. high small foothold i knew you're gonna say that <laughs> yeah fucking you don't knew know it. me uh, <laughs> 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 fucking knew it what do you think i uh, would pick <laughs> yeah exactly i fucking hate getting scrunched so, up yeah <laughs> but
0: like i feel like you're so good at like literally hucking yourself at stuff so this makes sense for you whereas I have just like this aversion to anything low and hucking but I feel like the the toes to tits analogy works really well for me and I just embody that
1: like Margot Hayes mantra (laughs) yeah no I love that I'm trying to become become more like that but I definitely am a fan of yeah I feel like I can if you give me a big enough foothold, I can generate momentum off of a lot of stuff. I've seen but it. I figured, I figured you would say that. Yeah, I seen it with my own two eyes. Oh my gosh! Speaking of tits, uh, <laughs> never thought I'd say that on wow, this podcast. Um, for yeah, no, you're right. I figured that would come up at some point. Um, but these are bird, <laughs> bird, bird tits. Um. Okay, I don't know why I'm sharing this right now, but for Christmas our friends as a housewarming gift, they got Mike and I matching bird aprons no! and Mike is like all the different types of boobies. Ah! Apparently there's more than just blue-footed boobies and then I got the one that's uh tits, which is tits or tits and chickadees are the same thing, but they're like so tiny and fluffy and cute, um but wow. yeah. Wow. The birding, the birding obsession persists. Oh is what I'm I, saying. I just want you to know. Um, but, so everyone yeah. here, uh, Lauren
0: introduced <laughs> us to this game called Wingspan. Which, if you've never heard of it, you've never played it. Go get it.
1: I should be sponsored by them. Yeah, at this sponsor point. our podcast. They should be getting me money. Um, So, uh,
0: but so this game, we we eventually bought it. And then we've also told every single person we know about it. And we've bought it for family members. So we're, like, spreading <laughs> the wingspan love. But I feel like this game exploded my brain so much more than I'd like to admit. Because I was like, I just don't. It's so relaxing. No, it's
1: not. <laughs> what do you mean it's not relaxing? When you know how to
0: play, it's fine. But the first
1: Okay, once you, if you're, like, a little tipsy, like, you've had a a glass of wine, you're trying to learn the rules, you're, like, what the fuck am I doing with all these eggs? Yeah, I literally,
0: that first time we played in your kitchen, I was, like, just, like, stressed drinking sparkling water, and just, like, I don't understand, (laughs) like, I don't get it, and everybody just kept saying, it's an engine building game, it's an engine building game, and I was, like, what? I don't know (laughs) what that means. And Ryan's like, you engineer it. I was like, (laughs) I heard engine building and I got engineering. Like that makes
1: sense. It's honestly <laughs> like building a business. It's the oh, same so thing. so that well, explains why. Anyway.
0: Anyway, I won't go further, but.
1: <laughs> 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 All right. Well, hello, everyone. You're listening to a snack break on the Average Climber podcast. My name is Lauren. I am a certified personal trainer and climbing coach, and I'm here with my dear friend, Caitlin, Caitlin.
0: And I'm a certified nutrition specialist. But before we get started, I wanted to remind all y'alls how to get some free stickers. <laughs> Woo! So we love, love a, sticker. a sticker because, you know, your new Stanley that you rushed to do- to go get from Target at 3 a.m. I didn't do that, but um,
1: I've heard. Do you oh hear about God. that? No. Sp- this Is this something that Gen Z did? I don't. In an effort to get fancy, you know, water bottles? I don't want to blame Gen Z. I
0: actually want to blame millennials because I think, <laughs> okay, I think we're both at fault. Yeah, here. I think we're all really <laughs> attached to our emotional support Stanleys. But they created Target had these two exclusive colors. It was like a pink one and a red one mm. with hearts on it, and everybody went absolutely uh, wild. And they lined up at three a.m. at Target and literally fought over them. And you could only get two per person. It was
1: outrageous. Oh, my God. That's actually crazy. These people should get into skiing. (laughs) Because if you need to, like, wake up early because you're psyched about something, I can't get up. I can try. (laughs) But that, like... Really good skiing is, like, one of the few things I can wake up yep. before 5 a.m. 100% 4. agree um, with And you. if you're willing to do that for a water bottle, you should find, find a another sport, sport. <laughs> that requires dawn <laughs> patrols. Yeah, like, get a better hobby if you have that kind of yes. passion But about just water bottles. You're like, um, okay, you're anyways. If like anyway. <laughs>
0: new Stanley that I got at 3 a.m. needs a really awesome sticker of my favorite podcast, then... Here's how you can get one. Yeah, you can go. Yes. <laughs> go ahead and leave <laughs> us a testimonial because if we read it on the podcast, we will send you a free sticker. You want to go onto Spotify and there is right. That's the only place that we can actually leave.
1: Or no, sorry, opposite, no Apple, Apple Podcast. podcast. God yes, go to Apple Podcast. To on write down page. a review. <laughs> Yes, I know. They really do. I feel like Spotify is like making moves. But yes, please go on Apple Podcasts. Write just a couple of sentences about whatever you want to say about the show. Um, Hopefully it's positive. Fingers crossed. (laughs) Um, And then if we read it out loud on the show, we will send you stickers. It isn't that fun. Everybody wins. Okay. (laughs) Everybody wins. I get to go to the post office more. God, I've shipped so many sweatshirts. I don't even want to talk about the post office drama with them being like, this isn't an envelope. And then having to like read. Oh, oh my God. God.
0: Okay. Oh, my God. i tell you post office my, rage one of my like what would i call it like least favorite like nails on a chalkboard thing for me is going to the post office i hate it i feel like they're trying
1: to yell at me yes! every time what is that they want to be like gotcha! gotcha you're fucked your postage is
0: you're wrong. wrong you're stupid and i'm like and oh my you're gonna pay 500 dollars to send this thing and it's like really why it's just going
1: Wait. Okay. Before we listen, people, we are going to get into the episode. We Um, we are going to be talking about high feet and pistol squat moves. But I have to mention this hilarious interaction. I am not joking. This was amazing. It was a meme come to life. I swear to God. I'm at the post office and there is this like older woman working at the counter and then another older woman um, with a fun little hat um, comes up to the counter to ship her package and she goes to the woman working at the counter wow you guys are really busy today and then the older woman goes yeah we are and then the one woman who's like giving her her package she's like seems like nobody wants to work anymore and then the woman behind the counter goes yep nobody wants to work anymore <laughs> Place. it's awful it's just pissed off people all day I just was like I can't believe you watched that interaction you two said that yeah I, I was like was that real I was like looking around I was like did and are we filming a tiktok like what is happening um I was losing my mind <sighs> yeah oh, okay. lots to Anyways. Say about that anyhow <laughs> oh, yeah lot, lots to unpack there I was Deceased. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I can't believe I just watched that happen. Um, but anyways, okay. Hello. Let's get let's yes. get going. So, so
0: Lauren, what are we talking about? Today? All right,
1: we are talking about high foot moves. Um, and kind of the like dreaded high foot to pistol squat mm. move. Um, okay, love it. Yes. So I got a few requests. I I put out a little what movement skills do you need help with poll on Instagram, and a lot of people were like mentioned high feet type of mm. moves. So I figured. It is, time it is time to yep. talk about it. So I kind of, yes, it is time. Um, okay. So I have four tips for you all in no particular order. Um, and these are going to be helpful when you have a high foot move. So Caitlin's already discussed that she is <laughs> a high, high foot, foot kind of gal. <laughs> yeah. Caitlin's on team high foot. I'm on team high foot sometimes. Uh, some. Some high feet are, like, more fun than others. Yeah. I definitely like it if the high feet are, like, well, bigger. Sh- Hate a high volume foot. Oh, God. Hate or that. Dual
0: text. That's Ooh. hard. So, Lauren, as we dive into your tips, uh, what do you got for us? What's number one?
1: Okay. So, my first tip is a question you can ask yourself, which is, can I walk my feet up gradually Versus doing one massive high foot move. Like, is that easier? I think a lot of the times we will, you know, especially in the gym where we're like, there's no foothold. So I have to go from this foothold to this foothold. And it's like, did you look at the volumes? Can you smear? Like, what can you do? Right? Yeah. Okay. So one of my favorite drills that you can use to kind of like work on this, because I think some people really get in the habit, especially like as you move into the harder grades, like the feet are going to get smaller and you might start actually having to do like more small foot moves versus these like massive just like skip all the foot moves and like step on something huge. So if it's like a small foot move or like getting your foot all the way up feels really hard. Maybe there's a way that you could rework your footwork sequence to do like a handful of small foot moves instead of this massive high foot. Um, one of my favorite drills to work on this is called uh it's like called the three-step drill. Um, or in the Climb Strong drills manual, they have it as a five-step drill, which seems very hard. Um, but basically you can do this on do this on like a wall that's pro- I'll put um I'll put a little video in the chat so you can kind of like see what I'm talking in about. In the chat. But or in the <laughs> chat, good God. In the chat. Like I'm on a Zoom call. Uh. Um, okay, well, I kind of am. But in anyways, <laughs> any case, uh, so basically for every hand move you do, make three foot moves Um, or if you're going hardcore do five foot moves try to make them like smart like don't just like do it to do it try to be like how can I make this easier how can I like walk my feet up slowly in a way that feels chill it'll feel awkward at first but I would start doing this like start doing this on like probably a vertical or like slightly overhanging wall with like a lot of feet that are pretty big and then as you get better at it you can start progressing it to like smaller. is the
0: purpose of this to like train like feeling out how it's going to feel better or like positioning that would feel good to Mm -hmm. you? Or is it to say like, okay, you know, you're just going to like find
1: the position that's going to work for that specific problem. Yeah. Like I think, so what you're, what you're practicing with this is quite a few things. One, you're just practicing like accurate, foot placement because for every hand move you're going to place your foot so hopefully you're placing your feet like well and in a way that makes sense but the other thing you're going to figure out is like kind of the order of operations of foot movements you know how sometimes if there's like a move where it's like you need to get one foot up and then the other there can be like a drastic difference in how hard it is if you put one like you know if foot a if you place foot a first and then b, it's like a hell of a lot easier than the other way around like you know what I'm talking about I think there's things like that so that can be kind of like a Mm -hmm. cool way to do it. And it's basically like, if you take these three steps really well, like the whole climb should feel chill. Mm -hmm. Right. So that's kind of a fun thing to practice. And it's just a good way to get your footwork going. So I'll put a link to that video. So you can kind of see what I'm talking about um, In the show Ooh. notes, I think I've made that video, but I have something close enough yeah. to give you an <laughs> yeah. idea. <You'll laughs> so, see it. Yeah, I've made so many videos. Yeah, you'll see it. Um, But yeah, that's my big tip for tip number one. Can you walk your feet up gradually? What resources do you have to do that versus doing whatever this high foot move is? Like, is there a way to rework the footwork sequence and do a bunch of little steps instead of one big high foot? Yeah,
0: I think that's super helpful because, you know, well, I'm thinking about... The place where I learned to sport climb in New Mexico is called the tunnel. And I wish this was one of the areas I wish that we had gone to together, Lauren, because I think you guys would have mm. loved it, but it really. The pictures yeah, look crazy. Bananas. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like the motto there really is like high feet for everything. And I feel mm. like had I had this drill to sort of practice this, I I think I would have felt a little bit more confident doing some of the moves because sometimes Mm. the it's limestone. So it's like pretty polished and a lot of it's slippery. So you were going to slimpers. So it was never like super comfortable, Mm -hmm. but if you figured out the crag and you figured out the style of climbing, it was like always high feet and always like multiple high feet moves. I feel like I, I, Would have really liked to be more intentional about that. That's super helpful.
1: Yeah. Like, I will say, it's funny, too, because you might think that this, like, whole three-step thing, like, only applies to, like, slab and stuff. But it actually applies to a lot of other things. Like, I think on steeper climbing, we can actually really wear ourselves out by doing, like, big hand move big, like pull your foot up super high, push up again, big hand move. And like, yes, this can get you moving quick, but sometimes you're like really wearing yourself out by doing like big move after big move after big move. If you don't have to, um, it was really funny. I was with, uh, I was like coaching an athlete in person and she was working on this like steep pumpy route. And I could just see this happening where she just like was pumping herself out by doing big move after big move. And I was like, Hey, the next time you do it in this section, you have to make three foot moves for every hand move, and she was like, "All right," <laughs> and I was. She's like, "I feel like that'll have me moving slower and yada yada." But then, like, lo and behold, it made a bunch of the moves where she was like yarding and like using a ton mm. of power. Like it's like so small and chill. And then she sent. When just you... saying. I'm um, not saying that this will just like right, fix everything, but, but it's but like something to consider. <laughs> your
0: food more instead of swallowing whole bites, and then you get a stomach ache, and you can't eat enough.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, yeah, sometimes, you know, this can go either way, but if you have the feet available, maybe making a bunch of little foot moves can actually save you some energy, especially if you get fast and good at doing I it. I so, love that. All okay. Right.
0: Tip number two, because that yeah. one ruled, so I can't wait to hear what you have to say next.
1: Ooh, okay. Caitlin, I hope you didn't look too Uh-oh. closely at this because I have a question Uh-oh. for you. If a foot feels right, people always get tripped up on this. It's so funny. Um, Okay. So if a foot feels really high, like if you feel like your knee is in your face, what can you do to make it feel less like that? What options do you have if you want it to not feel so high?
0: You could do like a, you know, hip out if you're bendy. You could do okay a drop knee if it's possible.
1: Um, hmm. I okay. say this
0: from experience because I did some really wacky... Um, noodle frog legs <laughs> the other day on our wall. Love um, it, love it. Maybe a back flag. Yeah. What about your arms? Oh, oh, yeah. Arm placement, like not around your, not the back of your leg, but in front. Yeah. Maybe. Okay. What else? Hmm. Maybe like. That's a good question. Maybe like stay long on them versus
1: like pulling, pulling in. Hmm. Why would staying long on them make it feel less like your foot was in your face? You're,
0: you're not like up against the wall. You're kind of like back.
1: So by naturally moving back, mm. you're not like on top of your knee and foot. Okay. What if the handholds suck? Mm. What if they're like slopers? Where if you pull far away from them, you're, like, making yeah. them worse as you lean farther back. What then? But you still need to get your knee not in your face. And you want to make it feel less scrunchy. What can you do? Maybe.
0: Ah, uh, See, like, this is my zone of genius in climbing. So I'm like, <laughs> what? why would you not do that? Could you do, like, a... <laughs> Could you...
1: Man, I don't know. Maybe you'll say it and I'll be like, okay. Oh, All shit. right, I'll tell you. I'll tell you. This It's like so obvious you're going to like smack yourself in the face when I tell you. Okay, so the big thing you can do, and I do agree with you, so I will say something that I think Caitlin pointed out that was very important is like if you feel like your knee is in your face, if you are able, pulling your butt away from the wall to give yourself more room for your knee can be really helpful. Obviously, this doesn't work if your arms are like super spread out mm, and yeah. far away from you right like if you're like you know your wingspan is already exhausted you don't have that much room to like back yourself right. away from the wall right but the thing you can do if you're either in those like spread out positions or on holds where like the further back you lean the worse they get like a sloper what you can do is just bend your elbows more like you can literally just bend up and pull your chest up oh, and into the wall so you're so like, like, think like up if up you're like, out Right. right. It's like take yourself up, and then, you know, if you literally just, I'm like, I'm going to move my chest vertically up the wall by like locking off a little bit more, then all of a sudden your knee that was like at your fucking nose is now, you know, further down and you don't feel as scrunched. It's still going to feel hard and scrunchy for sure, but that's definitely a big thing that you can do. So, kind of the two main things, if you feel like you have a scrunchy high foot going on, is like, pull up your pull up on your elbows to try to like get into a better position to sort of push from so you don't feel like you're just like stuck and then number two is if that's available to you and if it's better like scoot your butt away from the wall to give yourself like a little bit more room or like kind of back your butt up so that you can use it to like give yourself some momentum to go up the wall too but yeah scrunchy (laughs) positions are tough um especially if your arms are super spread out Mm. Uh, like
0: for me i really struggle with like Okay, a high foot I have to use, and then I'm, like, I'm kind of at my, like, stuck position in lock-off where I don't have the ability to, like, Mm -hmm. extend and use my tricep more to, like, push up. I feel like that's a position I get super stuck in, but I have noticed if I get Mm -hmm. on my foot, like, I'm moving my butt over my foot, I feel like
1: that
0: has also helped. But I think the momentum. Yep, get kind of, like, yeah.
1: Yeah. Ooh. Okay. Actually, that reminds me of a tip that I totally meant to put in here that I Ooh, didn't. So, okay. you're kind of talking about that like perchy yeah, position. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Where it's like you kind of like rock over and then your heel is like kind of to yes, your butt. Exactly. Okay. Okay. So, that position is good. But something I want all of you to keep in mind when you are getting into that like perched up position, it's better to because, okay. So, great. You got over into that rock over position, but like, that's pretty hard to stand up out of, right? Like that's when we really get into that. Like, okay, I'm pistol squatting. Like my other leg isn't doing shit. I'm fully rocked over onto this. And now I got to like, you know, do a nice slow (laughs) pistol squat off of this. My tip for you with this is instead of like letting your butt sag fully to like, you know, unless you're using this as a rest, but let's say this is like in the middle of a sequence don't let your butt fully sag and don't let your leg become totally passive in that perch position. Like, yeah, you'll feel relaxed, but then when you have to get out of it, it like sucks. So sit up, it kind of try to, I try to think of it as leaving like a three or four inch space between your heel and your butt so that you can like have that active activation. So you rock over, you're already activated. You don't like let it sag and then you can just like keep going. It's kind of like the inertia of the move almost where it's like, You, like, don't want to, like, let your you know, let your glutes relax and then have to like unrelax them and then push up that much higher, right? right? Like if you don't do that and you like already have like three or four inches up, it's a lot easier to just like keep pressing. So keep squeezing your butt when you do those rock overs and don't let your butt completely sag to your ankle. And that'll save you some energy and make those moves like substantially easier. Um, Yeah. Very cool. That one's pretty wild. I, yeah, I'm glad, I'm glad you reminded me of that. Um, (laughs) So now two and a half. (laughs) Perfect. Okay. Okay, number three. This one, so number three is push more off the bottom foot. Mm-hmm. So kind of kind of similar vein to this like rock over position. Caitlin, I want you to imagine that there's one of those like plyo boxes in front of mm-hmm. you. And it's like a little bit above knee height. So it's pretty high. So imagine that I tell you, you have to stand up on it. And you like your bottom leg can't really do much of the work. How hard is that going to feel? Very. <laughs> it's going to yeah. feel hard, right? Like, you know, it's, it's the same thing. It's like that pistol squat right. position where you're like, all right, I guess I just have to lift my whole ass body up with my leg. Um, okay. Now imagine I tell you that I want you to push off your bottom foot as much as possible. How much easier do you think that's going to feel? And I recommend, audience, if you're listening to this, like go to your climbing gym and like just try this on like a couple of steps or like something. Um because this is very, I'll, I just recorded a video of this yesterday, as this is being recorded. So I'll try to put a video of this so you can see. Um, but so yeah, Caitlin, like how how much easier do you think that's going to be if you get to use your like, bottom foot?
0: Much easier, <laughs>
1: <laughs> right? Because basically, what's happening is your bottom foot, like if you're put, like if you really like bend that knee and push yourself up, instead of your top foot having to like push you through the full range of motion, you're basically getting like a head start from the bottom foot, right? Like you're probably going to get like a third or even halfway up the whole motion. So it's like, you're, you know, you get to use both legs to break. Now both legs are doing like half of the thing instead of one leg doing something, doing a whole thing. That's really hard. Right. So same thing with these like high foot movements, because it's kind of like when you're doing them, you know, especially with that rock over thing. So a lot of times if you're in that rock over position and you're kind of like perched up, you've just let your bottom foot go, right? Mm -hmm. Like you just don't have it on anymore. And what can be a lot easier if you're doing a high foot is actually like it's the same concept, right? It's like you're going to push off as hard as you can with that bottom foot, and then you're halfway up the move instead of like making your body do the full pistol squat. Yeah, so
0: so we have this friend. I mean, Lauren, you know our sloth friend. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. the king of doing this like bottom foot smear on absolute nothing like he's so good Mm -hmm. at positioning that and I feel like watching him do that has been such a good learning experience to be like okay it's possible
1: if I just yeah he's doing that like he's doing that do you
0: think (laughs) I know. I feel like I know what you're going to say but for a long time I was like oh it's just a placebo effect like there's no way that's actually helping
1: <laughs> it's totally helping yeah. Yeah. <laughs> for sure very cool even if it's just like a little bit because like you know like it, it's definitely is helping helpful. so yeah if you're having one of these yeah like if you're having one of these high foot movements and you've just been like oh my god my like left leg has to lift my whole body up like does it? See, see, try pushing more. Try pushing as much as you possibly can off your bottom foot, even if it means doing some weird ass smear. Like, put it diagonally. I don't give a shit. But see what your bottom foot can do to alleviate how like pistol squatty and high Mm. and spicy that high foot feels, and that'll probably make a pretty substantial difference. This also works, and this is not just like slab things either. This also works really well for kind of like kind of like what Caitlin was talking about, where it's like I feel like if Lauren has a low foot, she can just like make shit happen and jump. And that's like part of it. Right. Is that I know how to like push off Mm, the bottom mm -hmm. foot so I can like use the bottom foot and the high foot as like a trampoline to get up to the next. Right. Right. So even if you don't have, you know, like the perfect setup for some big move, if you push a lot off the bottom foot, that can be, you know, use both your feet. It can be very helpful. Yeah. I think,
0: I think that's super helpful. One of the things that you just said kind of reminded me of how, In some positions, I feel like using that bottom foot is a little less intuitive, but where I've found it beneficial is if I'm trying to do Mm -hmm. like a really high heel and I can't quite get my butt up and over. Yeah, exactly. You can like inch yourself up by being like, stab, stab in the wall and get up on it.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's totally it. 100%. It's like you can like, you know, if you need to do like a heel hook where you kind of like yard, it's like you can push off the bottom foot to kind of like get things going, even if it... Feels challenging, challenging.
0: I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise! Yes. Yeah. So. Okay. Surprise! So, what yep. else, what's your last thing you got for us today? Uh,
1: okay, so th- my last very quick tip is just like, consider your foot position and the way you're orienting it. This one's like pretty obvious, but I think it's worth mentioning. So like, think about where you can get the most surface area on your foot. Um, You know, if you're doing one of these high foot movements and it's like you're, you know, or just like a move that feels hard in general like if you're like oh my god i just the foot's so low i know this is about high feet but sometimes we also have to deal with like low feet and also pushing off the low foot it's low right if you're like oh my god the foot's so low i can can't do anything it's like are you pushing all the way through the toe like are you actually going to your like absolute tiptoe in your climbing shoe um side tangent sometimes if you're like having a lot of trouble like if the foot's really low if you put on shoes with like a stiffer sole so that they aren't collapsing when you are like, think of like a ballet point shoe, honestly, like if you put on shoes with a stiffer sole that like keep you all the way up when you do stand on your tippy toes, that can be very helpful. Um, And then the other thing to think about too, is just like, let's say you're doing kind of like a move where you're twisting your top foot or your foot is pressed to the side. Like as you press, is your foot changing position at all? Like, if you're doing like a drop knee, are you actually like twisting your foot off the hold as you twist your knee? Like just, just be mindful. Like honestly get your friend to like video just your feet. If you feel like you're having some foot drama and just see what you can observe and see if there's any like small tweaks you can make to your like orientation, your foot position, or see if you're like actually pushing all the way up into the toe. Um, And that can be helpful too. So that's my last quick tip. Um, Let me go ahead and summarize yes, these please. four <laughs> right quick. So, One is, can you walk your feet up gradually versus doing one massive high foot move? So that kind of like three-step drill that we talked about. Uh, Two, can you get your body up first? Can you bring your chest up so the foot doesn't feel as high? Three, make sure to push more off the bottom foot. And four, consider your foot position and orientation and those are your tips there you have it oh, oh and then our half tip. uh <laughs> two and a half tip is keep your keep your if you're doing one of those perchy positions uh and you're like heel is going to your butt keep your keep your butt activated keep your glutes activated and try to keep a gap between your heel and your butt so that you're doing more of like an active perch versus more like a passive resting perch if you are in the middle of a sequence nice so, Perfect. There you four have it. Four and a half tips for high feet and pistol moves. You gotta love it. Four and a half <laughs> tips. Yes. Well, <laughs> you can get more than four and a half times higher than you were when you stepped up for this goddamn pistol yes. squat. Yeah. Well, I will
0: say, before we uh, get into final announcements, I wanted to ask you if I have ever told you that you are the only reason that I can do pistol squats. Have I told you that? <laughs> wow. No. So that's once very upon cute. A time, two years ago, Lauren gave me <laughs> pistol squats in my uh my little coaching circuit. And initially I was doing it with like a pulley, so it would kind of take some weight off. And then I got better mm. and better. And now it's something I do to warm up because I love it. So Oh wow. Is-
1: well that's funny, because I actually can't do a pistol <laughs> squat without like at least a five pound plate underneath my oh, heel. That's like normal. I don't like an ankle mobility thing yeah. i just fall back on my butt it's really funny but then if i either have like a like a five pound weight in front of me or a little weight under my heel well i, I can had do a pt tell so, me that that's normal. but you don't need to be able to do a pistol squat okay yeah that's kind of what i'm thinking i'm just like that's just the way my ankles are like i have lifted, super so.
0: flexy ankles so if i don't like one of my feet i have to put something under because it helps with the mobile or the stability not the mobility um
1: oh okay
0: like I've always been able to do the higher foot moves because I think that's where, that's what I learned when I started climbing. But once I started becoming more comfortable with this like pistol squat motion, I've found it to be so useful in my climbing. So my point in sharing this is that working with Lauren has really helped me in this (laughs) very specific, but also like, this is something I apply in all of my climbing, but, you know, it's a specific thing to train, but it's been really helpful. So with that, do you want to give us our don't skip leg day? Yeah. That's what we're saying.
1: I'm also saying, you know, maybe uh,
0: Lauren's got some some goodies for you and I think she's going to tell you about them.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So I have, this is the wildest January of my life (laughs) in like a, yeah, well, Maybe it was more wild when I was in in like Mexico in January, but this is wild in a different way. Wild in a good way for you all, because I am putting out stuff for you and I'm not fucking off climbing. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> we've got, so there's three very exciting things. Okay, kind of like, oh yes, three exciting things going on this January. One, if you like this, if you like this little movement chat that we just had, you are going to love the Fast Track Movement course. It is a free course with four modules that teaches you Basically, the goal of this course is to take you from, like, I don't know what the fuck to work. Like, I know I need to increase my climbing skills, but I don't know what I should do to I have a very good understanding of, like, fundamental climbing skills. And I also have a very good idea of what one or two skills I should be working on specifically to, like achieve the low-hanging fruit technical skills that I need. So this course is going to be dope. It's going to teach you so much about movement. It's going to make you think. It's going to make you scratch your head. And you're going to learn so many valuable lessons that I wish I had learned like so much sooner in my climbing. So that's going to be sick. Um, it's dropping on January 12th and we're doing a live Q and a call for it on January 23rd, where I'm going to be taking your movement videos and doing a fun little, uh, show and tell and some live movement coaching. Um, so I won't be able to take every single person's videos. I think the last time I did this, I had like more than 20 videos and I can't, can't do that many, um, (laughs) in an hour long call. Like that's too much, but it's going to be very fun. Um, so make sure to mark your calendar and get psyched for that. It's going to be a good time. another thing going on this month. So the crush it intro program is dropping on January 24th. I'm doing a fun little 25% off sale to kick things off. That is an eight week training program for under $50. So if you're in the space where you're like, I know I need to start training, but I don't know what to do. The Crush It intro program is exactly what you want. It's going to help you with your movement. It's going to help you build strength, but it isn't going to like overwhelm you or like ruin your enjoyment of rock climbing or destroy your schedule and never leave you time to climb with your friends. So I'm amped. And then the last thing We're got all the things that is going on. <laughs> I do. I accidentally made an extra course, honestly. (laughs) So as we were like truly as we were recording our like annual goal setting podcast, which you should totally listen to. I was like, you know what? I should make this a course. And also everyone should have a beautiful spreadsheet they can use as they like Follow along. Um, so, I made a bonus course that should be dropping soon. At the time this is being recorded, it's like 80% done, but I just need to finish it because I just, I'm making a lot of shit this <laughs> month. So, if you have ever purchased um, a self guided program from me, that's Crush It Plans or Course Over Time, or if you were a custom plan athlete in 2023 or you are doing a custom plan or going to do a custom plan in 2024, the, you will get access to this goal setting course. And if you're like, I want the course, How do I? I want the course. It's gonna be great. It is gonna be, it's yeah, I want it perfect. Just buy a program from me in the month of January. Um, any self-guided program, the crush it intro program included, um, and you will get access to the course as well as a fun little hell yeah thing. So that's what I got going on. So fast track movement course to learn to move better, the crush it intro program, dropping January 24th. And if you buy any program from me in January, you get access to the goal-setting course, which is dope as hell. So I'm amped.
0: What do you got going on, Caitlin? (laughs) Uh, You know what? (laughs) Depending on when this
1: comes out, it really depends. Um... (laughs) (laughs) We're just, we're hanging on. We're recording this like the first week back. We're like, holy shit, we have a lot of work to do. (laughs) Yeah, thankfully January is like a
0: five-week month, not a four-week month, because I feel like (laughs) I, my goal this year is to not like, be on the grind all of January because we have so many things coming up this year I'm not even going to tell everybody but especially with this podcast we have some really cool things coming up soon so I'm I'm just trying to like secret secrets secret, secret.
1: yeah we got to pace yeah. ourselves and I'm doing a horrible <laughs> job because <at it. laughs> <laughs> I worked on these courses all through winter break. well um, yeah well I had COVID all winter break so well. even if I wanted to
0: work I couldn't and I've yeah you were like brain broken. brain is very broken but i think you know i'm just i'm gonna leave it at uh everyone go check out lauren's awesome stuff coming up because she puts so much work literally blood sweat and tears (laughs) into everything that she creates (laughs) so i want to highlight that during this episode and we can worry about me later
1: (laughs) perfect (laughs) all right well Until next time, Uh, everyone. Keep it average. Keep it (laughs) average. (laughs)